The following is a community recording of the decentralized storyline for the Web3 game Planet Quest. For more information, please visit planetquest.io. Chapter 14 Dire Straits. Report from the 30th Conference of the Universal Council, Time of Zeta Sagittarii 3.32 held on board Station Ignis in the neutral center of the core systems. Council members for the Empire, Ji Yongju, Ferris Hayden, Morag Crane. Council members for the Federation, Aurea Adonis, Kim Lee, Elijah Burke. Council members for the Union, Aish Phoenix, Mandla Bankole, Trice Chavos. And that closes the discussion of the situation on Vargas. Needless to say, the Council is doing everything in its power to ensure that the use of HECA Alpha-1 does not spread beyond Vargas. It also bears mentioning that Sarah Voss has left Station Ignis without any notice to the Council or her superiors. This is concerning considering her recent silence surrounding the events on Mimir. Commander Brighton Connors has been assigned to follow the Lieutenant Commander, last seen heading toward Imperial space. It is now, Council Members, that the Universal Council must address a moment of immediate crisis in the core systems. What follows is an excerpt of the last transmission the Council received from Mimir. This is Mikhail Grimes, to the Universal Council on behalf of Professor Rays. The Crimson Wolves, they are continuing to hit the ship stationed around Mimir, straight through our defenses. They are advancing, and we have no way stopping them. If they keep this offensive up, we'll be forced to. Before we can transmit it to the Council. Professor. Don't move, Professor, stay still. But we know now what the cradle can be used for, it is capable of opening wormholes. That's what the anomalies are, they are. Large enough burst of quantum to set it off. But if we do, we'll be interrupting the transmission. All the data will be lost. But if we don't, I'm not sure how long we can hold out. Everyone get back. Rezer, get the professor into the caves. Please, counselors are in your hands. Yes, council members, the Crimson Wolves, the force that caused so much mayhem during the Kepler 7 incident, have launched an attack on Mimir. Though they are missing their command ship, it seems their numbers have only grown. After focusing all of our efforts on their large ships before, it seems we have now many more smaller fighters to deal with. From the reports, it's a miracle our forces on Mimir were able to hold out as long as they have. Had they been thinned out any further, the battle would surely already have been lost. What we have managed to understand from Dr. McHale's reports is this. The scientists on Mimir believe they can create another anomaly, 
or wormhole as they are now calling them, to swallow a portion of the Crimson Wolf's fleet before the pirates can reach Mimir's surface. However, this process would require sending a large amount of quantum into the cradle, frying the research equipment along with all research data on the cradle currently being transmitted through emergency channels. In the event this plan works, of which we have no guarantee, the loss of data will leave us unable to activate the cradle anytime soon. In the event that the scientists continue transmitting the data, however, they have no means of defending themselves. The council has already sent reinforcements towards Mimir, but by the time these fleets arrive, it will most likely be too late. Thus, the vote placed before the council is as follows. Does the council order the researchers on Mimir to activate the artifact, hopefully saving themselves from the Crimson Wolves, but losing crucial data in the process? Or does the council order the scientists to continue transmitting the data, risking their own lives and allowing the Crimson Wolves to gain a stronger foothold on Mimir? Your faction contact will issue a statement shortly in your respective voting channels before the commencement of the vote, 12 hours from now. Union Storyline Come from Trace Chavos, Union Member and Vox Representative. Hello comrades, Trice here. Sorry if I sound a bit frazzled, just got out of a comms call with the Vox on the Bastion. It's absolute madness on board right now with the food shortages and it feels like half the Union's taking refuge there. Haley's still off on her mission with Mercer, but they're expected back soon. Skirmish with the Ojinkai near Azel is taking longer than anticipated, that's all. News of Sarah leaving Ignis is a shock to all of us, for sure. I mean, after Isa and Esau, having another Union member suddenly rush off into Empire space is not ideal. At the moment, I'm inclined to blame Connors. I've only spoken to him a couple times, but from what I've heard he's a grade A fed ball bag, cares more about results than people. Seems likely he chased Sarah off somehow. Or maybe that's just what I want to believe, I don't know. Moving on to the vote though, I'd like to say this one's an easy choice for me. I've seen too many people die these past few conferences, and with the amount of folks clustered on the bastion, I'm afraid that's only going to get worse. Some heavy times are ahead if these trade restrictions continue, explorers. I say we have the people on the mere try and save themselves as much as they can. Data you can replicate, not so much for humans. But still, I just can't shake the feeling something's going to go wrong. The cradle's been unpredictable at every turn so far, and there's no reason to assume that's going to change suddenly. Even if the Council's researchers managed to open a wormhole, is it even going to appear where they want it to? My heart still says to put the people's lives first and lose the data, but my gut's going in the opposite direction. Don't forget to discuss with your fellow Unionites and vote for what you think is right. Stand together, comrades, until the end of our days. Trice.
voting results. The Universal Council has consolidated the votes of each of the factions. Save the research data. 2. Empire. Union. Activate the Cradle. 1. Federation. The final vote is in favor of saving the research data, allowing the scientists to continue their transmission to Station Ignis while the Crimson Wolves continue their attack on Mimir. A transmission has been sent to Professor Reyes who will surely ensure the data is transmitted successfully. The Universal Council will be in contact once the data has arrived in full. Fenrir Incoming transmission from the Universal Council to all members of the Explorer program. Originating from Station Ignis in the neutral center of the core systems. The Council has received all of the data from the researchers on Mimir. While most of it is steeped in scientific jargon, the abstract of the consolidated data may be of interest to members of the Explorer program. It is vital you do not share this information outside of these channels. There has been no further communication from Mimir. As our reinforcements cautiously approach the planet, they are noticing no immediate signs of the Crimson Wolves, nor of any skirmishes. This likely means that the pirates have reached the surface of the planet and have established a defensive base there. If we wish to take back Mimir, we will have a long fight ahead of us. What follows is an abstract for the collected research on the Cradle. Research Data Artifact Number 4 The Cradle Location Cave Networks of Mimir Age Unresponsive to molecular dating methods Surrounding areas suggest over 10 billion years, similar to previous artifacts. Appearance 70 by 55 meters, the cradle is oval-shaped, with a smooth, harsh surface which feels cold to the touch. Several protrusions at the bottom of the artifact prop it up above the ground, made from similar material as the shards. Experiments with living organisms show the cradle is capable of siphoning organic energy. Cannot be visibly damaged by conventional methods. Surface is covered in incomprehensible carvings shaped like spirals, some of which curve inward, creating the appearance of concentric circles. When quantum is applied to the artifact, certain carvings light up, tracing lines across the cradle's surface. Under specific conditions, these lines join together into a symbol. So far, two of these symbols have been observed, but we believe there may be several more to be found. Effects The cradle is able to manifest disturbances in space-time, namely wormholes, formerly termed anomalies. Judging from Commander Vars's descriptive logs, these wormholes function as a means to transmit matter across space and possibly time. It is still unclear how these wormholes can be stabilized and what conditions are needed to prevent a volatile reaction. The current prevailing theory is that the wormhole does not actually create 
a rift in space-time. Rather, it further exacerbates a smaller, pre-existing rift. This theory stems from the fact that the wormhole's locations are somewhat limited. They can be offset somewhat from their starting point, but in relatively insignificant ways. What can be adjusted are both the size and duration of the wormhole, which are determined by the concentration and impact of the applied quantum. Creating a wormhole as large as the one which swallowed Mimir, however, or even one big enough to transport a small reconnaissance vessel, would require more quantum than has ever been seen in the core systems. Unless we develop methods to further accelerate quantum, a practice which has been illegal since the destruction of the soul system, it seems we will be unable to make significant use of this artifact in its current state. Further notes, additional analysis of the cradle's behavior, as well as the wormholes it creates, has confirmed a suspicion that the events surrounding the Kepler system and those surrounding Mimir are somehow linked. The similar signature of the spikes in quantum energy, as well as the noticeable visual lensing and unique quality of the light, all seem to confirm this as well. This would mean the Crimson Wolf's command ship, as well as the vanished council ship and the Arbiter, have not disappeared. They are simply in another location in space and, potentially, time. If the Cradle is only able to open existing rifts, then this may be a blessing for us. We might yet be able to recover those ships, in the event that we discover a way to stabilize the wormholes.